Hello and welcome to the Football Minds podcast with Philip Bexley and Daniel Jordan. Yeah, that was good, didn't it? You got the intro music on there. Did it already, I've done it before and waiting for you because you're late. I was watching Bake Off. It was a good one this week, wasn't it? Did you watch your Bake Off? Did you not watch it last night? No, I was at the same, wasn't I? Ah, oh, gosh, sure. yours. Um, don't you think um, this is not a Bake Off podcast? No, but, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it because we're both fans of the show. In the last week, they've got ridiculously good. Oh, like, yeah. A couple I'm... of weeks ago when we mentioned it, there was dreadful. Yeah, we was like... This is not the level that it was at last year, but a few of them have turned it on a bit this week. Yeah, really good. I mean, like, I'm a little bit in love with Steph. First time ever. Three times in a row. Three in a row. She is an animal in that tent. Minute round of applause for three in a row for Bake Off. Well well, well done, Steph. Yeah. Uh, Cracking fringe as well. As you see, it was Joe Johnson's jumper as well. um, Yeah, yeah. Kid who we used to go to college with. Yeah, no fielding was on one of his jumpers. Yeah, incredible stuff. Wacky jumpers that he does, uh, but anyways, yeah, I missed Berkoff because I was at Hull Tigers. So we'll talk about that first. Yeah, um, go straight into it. I found my seat. I found how to get to my seat. It's only been how long? <laughs> uh, well, I've only had this pass for two games. All right. Um, and I found it, the way that I thought I had to go. It's like a big function room that all the sponsors yeah, go in. There's a couple of doors at the back, isn't there, where you go up them stairs? Yeah, they look like just like. Toilet doors, like yeah. Apart. But yeah, there's a guard yeah, stand, like standing up for them. Yeah, you, like, you go through them, you come out. Onto you come the, up there, yeah. up for the middle of there. I didn't know. I've never been in there before, but I walked you know, in. How did you use to get to your seat then? Because it was for the turnstiles before oh, right. I got my season ticket. Right. Okay. Because I didn't, they didn't issue a season passes until the third game of the season. Oh, after right. the third game, so I'll just go for the turnstiles like normal. And now all of a sudden I'm going for the West End. And so, so you're going for a pre-drink in the bar then, and then. Yeah. Well, I walked through. And they have a guest speaker. It's only yeah. bloody John Terrell, isn't it? Guest speaker really? at the front. Yeah, I was like, oh, all right. Oh, then John. Yeah, oh, then John. Hola. Hola, senor. But yeah, City last night was... I didn't realise that football could be so much fun sober. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Usually when we are watching City, we have to have a few drinks uh, Yeah, just to... Make it more enjoyable, make it more palatable. I mean, going by myself, I, I don't go to pub before. Before I did a beer before the game last night because I, I found that I had to go past the, the bar to get to my seat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I found myself was doing it, was a lot it free more. food in the uh, in there? It's not, no. Is it scandalous? I don't think so. There was, do like um, sausage and chips and everything. I don't know, I'll have to double check next time. I don't think it is. It's not free bar, anyways. No, no. I should have. I should have just listened to the guy in front. What tabby put it on, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, I'm with them as well. Yeah, yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I found myself watching city games now and like actually analysing it and seeing what yeah players are actually doing rather than just shouting yobbishly. Yeah, I'm waiting for the fa- yeah, I'm waiting for the thirty second minute to go to the bar. Yeah, I'm actually watching. I'm, good, I'm, good, good, because that helps a podcast if you're actually paying attention to yeah. the games I, I mean I got there five minutes before kickoff. Read Boy, the free yeah. read the free programme that usually I got. we miss a kickoff. Um, and I stayed um, I didn't go to the bar until the 44th minute but when I, that I, nearly see, I nearly said and I stayed until the final whistle I mean we normally do stay until the final whistle don't we but um, last night Hull City against Chef Wednesday Chef Wednesday took about 3,000 fans well they've always shown yeah really and it was the best atmosphere I've heard at City for a long time because you got a bit of the banner between the, the yeah. two sets of fans what, was there any there? what was the uh... um, it's probably about 12,000 that's good I mean for a naked, well that, at the moment that. that's good for City Predominantly um, Wednesday fans, I imagine. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, there might be an eight thousand city fans. Um, yeah. When you when you look at it compared from when we had season passes, it's bare. There's, yeah. there's nobody there. But we saw the picture that you put on the football man's Twitter of the Wednesday fans and yeah. filled that end and packed it out. You look at the other pictures going around on Twitter, the rest of the stadium, and it very sparse. Yeah, dead. And uh, I mean, it's unusual. We've got a Yorkshire derby. We like playing Chef Wednesday. We do, especially at Wembley. Well, just in general, we always seem to beat them, but usually, well, you go back 
five ten years, the Yorkshire Derby is twenty plus thousand at the KC. Yeah. So yeah, it's a shame. Um, but yeah, one one of the chances was there on the seventy second minute just before Tommy scored, so seventy first. Yeah. That's when Murdy Army scored, and yeah. all, so they all started chanting Murdy Army's uh, name. Like the seventy first minute, just as Tom Eve scores. Love it. So Perfect. yeah, our girl at Wembley and our girl last night was scored at the same, in the same minute, which I thought yeah. was quite good. And by Tom Eve's first goal for the Tigers, yeah. been long overdue. Cracking You've uh, criticised him a few times. Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, him and is it McGuinness? McGuinness, yeah. Um, I mean, McGuinness doesn't look as good as Eve's. Yeah. McGuinness's touch looks League One. His old at play looks a bit better. He bullies defenders a lot more. Yeah, but his yeah his touches, second touches a tackle, which yeah. isn't good. But Tommy is the ball in from Lehigh. He's a from deep, whipped it to the back post. It's a cracking delivery. There's, there's a mismatch. You've got Odebaja, who was at Wednesday against Eves. Total mismatch. Yeah. Um, Eve just takes a step back off him, cracking Edda. Diving Edda. Yeah, it was Fair it was one. the League One version of the Van Persie Edda for Holland. The League One version. Is 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 fully um, in the air, cracking Edda. Just chance. Yeah, really really good finish. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you got man of the match, but Jackson Airvan for Hull City was unreal. Yeah, well, um, I think um, in terms of City this season, the He's been apart from Bowen and Grzicki, the standouts have been Airbine and Stewart in the midfield. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I mean that both do different jobs, but they can help each other out. Yeah, the the thing with, with the formation Chef Wednesday was playing, so they were just play, playing a four four two or a four four one one. Um, they had that big what's that big idiot up front? Nahutu, whatever his name is. How is he still there? How is he still a footballer? He is terrible. Um, but so there was played this four 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 two, and Jackson Airvan uh, as a centre midfielder was going out wide um, to drag one of the centre midfielders out wide of him. So all of a sudden you've got Grzicki, Fleming, and Airvan out on the left hand side. Yeah, they've got the left back, left winger, and they've, they've dragged this centre mid across with Airvan. And all of a sudden Stewart's one on one with a, a centre midfielder, yeah. um, and who else was in the middle? Um, Honeyman. Yeah, they got two on one in centre mid, and it was. These runs that Airvan was playing, like he'd get the ball and lay it off, but he was never going to receive the ball. He was never going to go further than just like, pulling midfield. And he was just yeah. yeah, he was creating the space in the middle. And so many times, Stewart ran from deep or Honeyman got the yeah. ball, and it was all from Jackson Airvan's smart little. That's obviously something I've been working on, but he just dragging midfielders those, all over the shop. Those are the intelligent footballers. Yeah, they're not making a run to receive the ball; they're making a run to create space. Yeah. Um, and it often goes unnoticed. Yeah, um, but yeah, because I, I, I don't think he got man of the match, but he kept on just like dropping into a left back position, um, and letting Fleming go further forward. And all of a sudden, the centre midfield's like, do I do I go with Ervan to yeah. left back or do I follow Fleming? Like they, they had no idea to where you follow Fleming. You follow follow Fleming, and it was just I just thought it was a. I mean, we, I've, I've seen a couple of City games obviously this season, and Ervan has not been as good as he was last season. Really? No, no, not. I suppose Stuart sort a bit of lost in a fashion. Stuart sort of steal, stole the limelight a little bit with yeah. his start to the season. Yeah, Stuart again was just he just reads the game really well. Now he's, he's probably up there with your, your Calvin Phillips in the championship at the yeah. moment. Right, right up there. If he keeps high it going. Praise. Very high. Oh uh, yeah, if he keeps it going, I mean, we'd be a lot lower down if Stuart hadn't started in the form that he had this season. <clears throat> um, but Wednesday looked like a really good team. Um, but they started the game well. Yeah, I mean, it, it was 0 0 at half time, but it, it could have easily been a 2 all or a 2 1 to Wednesday. Uh, plenty of chances for him. Uh, but typical Gary Monk side looking to play the ball. Barry Bannon. I mean, like, I don't know how old he is now. We've always been a fan of Barry Bannon, haven't he's, we? He's so calm on the ball and that low centre of gravity. He's just. Yeah. He, he's very uh, Stephen Quinn esque in, in yeah. terms of a city player to. Silky. Yeah, that's what I like to Slippery. Call yeah, really, really great, good. Isn't it? Great technique on the ball. Everything he, for Chef Wednesday was going for him, and yeah. obviously, he's probably technically their, their yeah. best player. He's very underrated at the championship level as well. I think yeah. he goes under a lot of fans' radar when they're watching the team. They may look for 
the flashy players, but like you do really in every spot, don't you? controls that Sheffield Wednesday side. Yeah, as probably Stewart does for City now. Yeah, two very different midfielders, but Barry Bannon just yeah, technically really really good in that midfield. And um, to be honest, I think Sheffield Wednesday probably deserved something out of the game. Yeah, we, we was lucky, but we've we've had that bit of un well. Yeah, we've been unlucky the last couple of weeks, like with the Cardiff last minute equaliser. Yeah. We've just not been um, able to hang on to wins. Like, what is it? Five games unbeaten, three draws, two wins, and we've been ahead in four of them. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's a common theme over the last couple of years with City where they're just not holding on to leads yeah. and they get them. So it's good to actually see that play out where they get one with 20 minutes to go and see the game out against a strong. Yeah. Sheffield Wednesday's I mean as soon as the game opened up as well when Sheffield Wednesday was chasing when you've got Bowen and Grzycki on either wing counter attacking football it was we, we should have scored on one counter attack where Bowen gets it down the right hand side and he could have gone on himself but he goes to slip in Tabo and yeah. Tabo just doesn't get his finish right but um, it was a bit of a feel good factor coming back up Hull I mean like it was the happiest obviously everyone's going to be happy after a win but it just looks like a bit of a bit of pressure relief from uh, from McCann because he's finally yeah, got that definitely. win after playing well in the last couple of games um, so I actually I mean like it was a cold Tuesday night in Hull so I can't wait for the next game now it's, it's going to be a long work because Hull fairs are on the corner so yeah um, and also it's a Saturday the next game so I would have had a couple of drinks before and so there won't be this analysis <laughs> next time you'd have um, forgot as well if we record on a Wednesday uh, there'd be a bit of time difference between yeah you yeah but I'm about to tell you if there was um, free food there yeah I'll, right, I'll look we'll, next we'll, time for you we'll, we'll uh, keep you posted on that for uh, the next City game whether you get free food or we be advanced <laughs> I, I highly doubt it It'd be nice though, wouldn't it? It would be nice. Yeah. It'd be nice. Um, but I thought, yeah, I thought I'd start in the city um, analysis since it was last night. It's fresh in my memory. And uh, and do you know what? Do we should we dive straight into the quiz? We'll um, go straight for a quiz now. Yeah, nice there. and early. Get nice one in. And early. Do you know what? Who cares about the Premier League? Yeah, <laughs> it's boring anyways. There's nothing going on there, is there? Um, so we'll start off with who the bloody hell scored that? Quiz I do it with uh, Phil every week. Uh, I'm going to mention uh, there's normally a, a decent goal within this game, um, and Phil's got to try and tell me who the other goal scorer or goal scorers were. And this one's quite a recent game. I struggled last week. Uh, what did we have last week? It was oh I can't remember, but I do remember struggling. I can't remember what it was. Um, oh, is the uh, Man U Man City uh, Rooney overhead? Oh, was it a, a red last uh, week? We've got another overhead this week. Oh, here we go. Uh, only uh, a year ago. Right, okay. So, Gareth Bale, overhead kick, Champions League final, Real yes, Madrid, 3 okay. 1 Liverpool. Didn't even get it. Was it not in the like top 10 goals of the season or something? Was ridiculous? it ridiculous? No. Well, his other goal in the final, which I'm guessing is one of the answers, maybe. Uh, well, yeah, you bagged two. Yeah, was the Carrius horrendous error yeah where he had concussion or whatever they found out after the game and he shouldn't have played on had that a couple of times now when we were doing good like Lloris no, no, a couple of years ago um, especially when you see the advancements in other sports in terms of the uh, concussion protocol it's yeah. rugby if there's even a, a, yeah. a chance of them having concussion they're not allowed to come back yeah. on the other 10 minute um, yeah. same with ice hockey same with uh, all the other American sports to be honest they're quick to I think it's spot the, a concussion and get them off the playing surface yeah I mean it's not like there's not enough money in football I think yeah it, well it's, it's the biggest spot in the world and they seem to be falling behind in terms of brain injuries yeah brain injuries technology in the sport like they've fallen <laughs> but they should they should be leading in all these kind of yeah. uh, um, but yeah um, so yeah Real Madrid Liverpool sorry lost my word there 3-1 do you remember who scored for Liverpool I don't. Um, Do I think. Three one. Is it was it Firmino? It no. wasn't Firmino. No, it wasn't. It wasn't even that long ago. No, it was, it was last year. It was 14, 15 months um, ago, sixteen months ago. Sixteen months ago. Proper struggle in there. Like, no. Ah, You're just throwing Liverpool. Slept since then. I've slept since then. Is it Michael then. Owen? No, what Michael Owen Was it Sadio Mane who's just scored now against Salzburg? It was Sadio Mane. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the announcement that he scored there. Uh, do you remember the other Real Madrid goal as well? 
Well, that, that was where the whole Carrius mistake came in, wasn't it? Where there was the Bale one. Um, Carrius try and play it out and Benzema. He just he passed it to Benzema, didn't he? Yeah, he scored. Do you remember? Yeah, 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 I remember. No, that's twice. Two weeks on the bounce. Yeah, two weeks on the bounce. With the next one. Um, if I could turn back time. Did it. If I could find oh, a way. Even moving towards a microphone there. Put a little bit of a mix on that one. Uh, Don't know whether it sounded good. Probably quiz, didn't. Quiz number DOS that we do every week. If I could turn back time, uh, I'd give Phil a couple of facts from a year. Footballing facts, world facts. Sexiest man of the year. Sexiest man of the year always seems to get on there. Um, and Phil got to try and guess the year from the fact stacks that I give him. Um, and if you get it this week, um, we'll save it till the end of the podcast like we do. Give everyone like a little chance to get it. Um, and we will start with good old faithful, sexiest man alive. Yes. This one's a good one. Richard Greer. Richard Greer? I don't even know who that is. You don't know who that is? I'm allowed to Google him to see what he looks like. Uh, yeah, he's an actor from um, Richard Greer. I've heard the name, but I will not be able to tell you who he is. There we go, it's all over. Richard Gear. Gear? Oh, you. Do you mean Richard Gear? Yeah. You said Greer. Oh, Gear. I know who Richard Gear is. Right, Richard Gear, sexiest man, sexiest woman, Sarah Michelle Geller. So we're going back. She had, going a, back a, while, she yeah, had a bit of something with her. I loved a bit of Buffy. Did right, you like going, a bit of Buffy? What? I'm guessing you no, did. No, 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 do, not really. Just going me. back a bit here, aren't we? Oh, um, there was a cracking song actually, which, which you would have liked. Um, but I'll come to that in a second. Uh, we've got one another top goal scorer. Always. Um, in the Premier League, it was Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Right, okay. Um, so the bringing down the... Uh, coming down in the air, bringing the years down. Um, zoning in on the years. And out of the top ten goal scorers that year, six of them was English. Right, so we're going back a bit there. Crack, crack that, yeah. um, I'll tell you what, what might be a good little... Obviously, we'll give the answer at the end, but after you've read them out, shall we try and guess who the six were? Yeah, yeah, by all means, I was going to write them down, but um, I haven't. Um, another good stat from that year was um, every manager of the month was won by a manager from the United Kingdom. And that was the last time it ever happened in this year. What, born in the United Kingdom, yeah. I imagine? Yeah. Okay. Um, and this is one of the songs from that year. Over better Westside, you know what I mean? Over better Westside. When you're flying without wings. <laughs> I knew you'd like that. Look, Saw that straight away. There's uh, a couple of good songs that I thought, no, you like this one. There's far too much singing for this football podcast, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should start a singing podcast. With two of the worst singers Excuse on the me? planet. Yeah, you heard. Um, Everyone else is. That's why we're probably losing listeners because people used singing. to beg me to do Aladdin. <laughs> That's because it was funny. <laughs> um, right. Anyways, a couple more football. Uh, Palmer won the UEFA Cup. Blimey! Um, was Lily and Saram still there? It, it, it may have been, but Herman, Hernan, Crespo was top goal. Crespo. Hernan. I was just struggling with that. He's well renowned. Because I, I I put an M in there for some reason. Oh, right. Hernan uh, <laughs> Crespo was a top goal scorer. Oh no, sorry, he was man of the match in the final. Shevchenko, top goal scorer in the Champions League. Okay. Uh, Watford won the. Well, it's not a seventy million pound game anymore, but he won the won the Championship playoff final right. against yeah. Bolton. I went through the Watford and Bolton teams, and I struggled to know who any of them was. <laughs> um, none of them was that good. Uh, should we go through a couple of transfers from from that season? These are always good. I've got a couple of X City players. These are where I feel like a zone in. I've got a couple of X City players on it this week. Uh, this first one definitely didn't play for City. Thierry Henry. Made his way to Arsenal from right, uh, Juve. Yeah, yeah. 15 million. I mean, not bargain. really a bargain, like 15 million back then was quite a lot. Still, looking at what he did. Bargain, yeah, yeah. Oh, longevity, yeah. Um, Ashton Cole made his debut for Arsenal. I mean, right. not a transfer, but he made his debut that year. Paul Ince. <laughs> um, moved to Middlesbrough. 
Right, okay. Back end of his career. Um, Dean Saunders. He's come <laughs> Podcast from... favourite. I haven't mentioned him for a couple of weeks. He's moved from sunny Benfica to sunny Bradford. What a, what a move that is. Why would you ever think of doing that? I think I've got a year. Um, do you want the ex-City players? Of course I want the ex-City players. George Burtang made the big money move from Coventry to Villa. 5.5 oh. million. Ooh. Could have got free Thierry Henry's for that. I <laughs> know uh, you could have got free George Burtang's for Thierry Henry. Uh, and the last ex-City player is Anthony Gardner. Uh, he moved from Port Vale to Spurs for 1.3 million for Port. It was, only Port young, Port it, was only, it was only young then. I think it was 8, 18 then. Yeah. But I mean, Port Vale, 1.3 million back then. That would have been a decent one, wouldn't it? They'd have liked that, yeah. Yeah, it would have been alright though, wouldn't it? So you think you've got a year? I'll give you everything. I think I've got a year. Um, Do you have the, uh, the other six? The six? Um, uh, yeah, the top yeah, ten. I'll, I'll, I'll grab them. I'll grab them. Um, I'll get them for when we go through the. Unless you want to go and guess, guess them now. Oh, yeah, whatever. Um, we'll, we'll go through them now if you want. Yeah, yeah, by all I'll, means. I'll, I'll be more than impressed if you if you get them all. Um, I mean, <sighs> it's it's right up your street, shot kind of there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I feel it. I feel like I feel like it is. They did so, tell me who the top uh, top goal scorer is Jimmy Foyer. Jimmy Foyer, that's a bang, wasn't it? Yeah. Have you got him up? How is he? In someone's put. Oh, he's English. Um, right. Okay. Right. Yeah, I've got him up here. Right. Alan Shearer. Uh, Alan Shearer. Ooh, yeah, he was joint 10th, 14 goals. Michael Owen. Uh, Michael Owen was joint top with Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, 18 goals. Robbie Fowler. Robbie Fowler, joint with Alan Shearer, 14 goals. Plenty of goals in that Liverpool side, aren't they? Okay, so that's three. Hey, we've, we've, got a, we've, we've got a favourite of mine, well, of ours. Les Ferdinand. Nope. Dion Dublin. Uh, Dion Dublin, that's the yes. favourite. So that's four, two that's more. Four. four out of five guesses. Uh, six. So you've got yeah, no, I've had six. two guesses. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Um, One of them, I mean, it was a good year for him this year. This year? The year <laughs> that we're talking about. Um, is it too early for James Beattie? Uh, yeah, I would have said so, yeah. Kevin Phillips? Uh, no. Nope. <sighs> I'm struggling. Struggling now. He had a cracking duo up front. He was half of... Bumble. Andy Cole. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And the last one, um, I, I wouldn't have known he was English. He hasn't got an English name. Um, Plays at Leeds, Boston, Darling, uh, Darlington, um, Leicester, Villa, Coventry. Um, Rod Wallace. No, he's only 45. Uh, Julian. Julian Joachim? No. He's not. Julian Joachim? Joachim? Yeah, Joachim. Julian Joachim. Uh, Joachim. Is that how you pronounce it? Julian Joachim, yeah. Scored an actual kick for uh, Warsaw against City ages ago. Yeah, he was, uh, and he scored, yeah. He was on loan 2005. He only played eight games, scored six goals. Three, three of them against, against City. City yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, it's three and a half, I this, this is weird. It's, it says, club information, current club Manchester United, number 99. So someone messed about with Wikipedia there, aren't I they? Think, I think you did all right with them guesses there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I give you the last one. I got four or five guess. Four yeah. or five guesses, and then Andy Carl stuck. Five, yeah, was that right? That you did well there. I'm impressed. I'm yeah, impressed so we'll come myself. back to the year later, anyways. Um, I think I've got it, but I might be a year or so old, so I probably might probably ain't got it. <laughs> so before we move on to the Premier League, we'll have a little talk about what the hell happened last night in the. Uh, Champs League. Basically, um, Spurs got spanked. Spurs outspares themselves, didn't they? <laughs> um, there's the title for the podcast this week. <laughs> I mean, um, I was coming home in the car, I'd been at City. Um, I was checking the scores, but I wasn't checking the Champions League. And I saw Spurs 1 0 up. I thought, well, here we go. Bayern Munich out the team they used to be. Didn't last long though, did it? I, I didn't know the score until I was driving home and I was listening to TalkSport and they had a brilliant... Did you nearly crash? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I did wonder what the fuck had gone on. Um, but one of the best callers on TalkSport I've had for a long time, Spares fan, um, rang up. Uh, he said that he's rang in sick because he works with eight Arsenal supporters and he can't be dealing with them yeah. today, tomorrow. Ex-Arsenal man said... 
Gnabry bagging for. for yeah. uh, this this talked uh, talked about this new ranging. Uh, said he's left the work, work WhatsApp because <laughs> all the Arsenal fans are in there. Uh, and he was, he was like trying to take the piss out of Arsenal. Like I can't be doing with Arsenal fans when they're playing Sheriff FC. Like taking the piss yeah. out of there against on Thursday. Uh, couldn't he shot him down straight away? Like I won't be taking uh, taking the piss out of any other teams if I was you right now. <laughs> and this guy backed off straight away. Like oh yeah, shit, you're right. Actually, we have just got tonked seven two. Um, but yeah, I mean, Serge Gnabry who couldn't get a job uh, getting a team, Tony Pulis managed at West Brom. He's yeah. going far out the London Stadium, and now he's he's, uh, he's quite the dark horse at Bayern Munich. He he plays quite a bit. He scores quite a few goals. He's turned into the player that Arsenal wanted him to turn into just yep. a few years down the line. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was on the young one when he was at Arsenal. I think he played something like eighteen games yeah. from scored one goal and. Um, I mean, I think everyone was, well, especially Tottenham supporters, thought they've lost Ribéry, they've lost Robin, buying out the team that he used to be. And I think maybe that's brushed off onto the players. Because yeah. I don't think they was expecting this kind of uh, attacking prowess um, for buying the second. I mean, how many goals were scored in the second half? It was only one all at half. No, 2 1 1 at half time. And no, one all. Five, five of the goals, and then there's a Harry Kane goal as well. There was what five of the five of the buying goals were scored in the second half. It was two and yeah, a half time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So six goals in the second half. I mean, that's yeah, that's disgusting. That really, isn't it? Yeah. First time ever that an English <coughs> team has conceded seven goals at home in the Champions League uh, in Europe. Sorry, not in the Champions yeah. League. I mean, people may think that they've uh, maybe took a step back with uh, Robin and Ribery out the doors, but Nabry's. I mean, he's proved himself with four goals. Kimmich. Kingsley Coman is King, yeah. another fantastic young winger. Always Obviously good on. Coutinho in on loan. He, he was apparently one of the best players last night. He's just that little linchpin in between the midfield and the attacker. Yeah. Just just what a player like Lewandowski needs. For a player of his ability, um, the the midfield against him was Harry Winks, Sissoko and Dombele and... Yeah. I mean, I've not seen a great deal of Dombele, so I don't like to pass too much judgment, but I mean, I don't that really seems like a fairly easy midfield for a player like Coutinho to break down. Yeah, I don't I don't really think much of the um, um, Spurs midfield. I mean, Sissoko is, is a workhorse. Um, Winks, again, a workhorse. This on Dombele, workhorse, but... They're nothing special. I mean, where's your creativity? Where's the muscle? They, they got rid of Dembele, who I thought was awesome at Spurs. Um, got rid of Wanyama again. Powerhouse, good at Spurs, and they've just, they've just kind of replaced. They've not really, they've not really improved the team. I don't think yeah. in the last couple of years, and it's starting to show now, especially with an aging backline with Fatonga and Alderweireld. Yeah, and yeah, I think he. Coutinho had the freedom of the pitch last night. I oh, didn't, I didn't yeah. see the game, but judging from what I've heard, is he had the freedom of the pitch. And you'd have thought Spurs know quite a bit about Coutinho, they been able to defend him a bit better. But exactly, yeah, they would have played against him like many of times. I mean, it's just that midfield. I just worry like Deli Ali since he's come back from injury, he doesn't look like the same player. Son Son seems to play better when Kane's not in the team. Yeah, I don't think. Um, I don't think Deli Alli's been the same player for a couple of years. No, you had that first couple of seasons. Oh, Andy Robertson, yes, lad. And Tammy Abraham. Um, but yeah, Son seems to be one of those real hit and miss players. He seems, when he when he's the main man, um, he seems to do a lot better. Uh, but when Kane's there, obviously Kane's going to be the main man for, for spares. But Serge Aurier had um, a bit of a stinker again. Could have had another sending off in the first half, yeah, like he did against Southampton. Uh, <laughs> Harry Winks, I just don't know what to think of Harry Winks. I mean, are you a fan of Winks? Is is one of them ways? Yeah, great. He's technically gifted. He's a great passer of the ball and what have you. But he he's not going to change games. No, I don't think he's a good squad player. That's about. I mean, what's happened to Eric Dyer? He's fallen off the face of the Yeah, where's he <laughs> gone? Uh, Lucas Morrow, Champions League was his bitch last season. 
he can hit the barn door in the Champions League now, and it's yeah. we've gone from last season having did we have three or four English teams into the was it the quarterfinals? I think so. Yeah. We, had, we had most of them, didn't yeah. we? Like we we dominated. Man City, Liverpool, uh, Man U, and um, Spurs. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah, and we've gone from that to Man City, the only team well, that's yeah. won in the Champions League this season. Apart yeah, from well, Liverpool are winning now. Chelsea are winning. As uh, well, Chelsea so also could, winning. Getting Tammy. That could all change tonight. But yeah, it's. I mean, we had an all English final, and Spurs got there on merit. Like they performed fantastically in the Champions League, and got they just got as well. I think. Well, yeah, but you can only beat what's in front of you, and they managed that. Like they beat a fantastic Ajax side. Yep. Oh yeah, definitely. So. Yeah. I mean, oops, sorry. I mean, we mentioned it last week um, about. Uh, Potch, you think him? I think he might be on his, not on his last legs, but when when the team looked like they are playing for you, you're struggling out of there. Yeah, and we discussed his uh, job safety, and only a few episodes ago. Yeah, I, I think he's in. He's he's got his destiny in his his hand. If he wants to leave Spurs, he'll leave. If he doesn't, I reckon he can stay if he yeah. wanted to. I mean, they'll probably still get through in that group. They've got quite an easy group, haven't they? Who was it? Olympiacos, Olympiacos and, and the um, Czech team. And the Czech team beat Olympiacos three one, which is uh, two one, which is a bit of a, yeah. bit of a surprise for me. Um, but yeah, it's just looking a bit dodgy for Spurs in the Champions League at the moment. As uh, Taylor creeps up behind you onto the sofa, yeah, joining the podcast. Um, but since we're talking about Spurs, we'll move on to the uh, Premier League. Yep. Later than usual in the yeah, podcast. Yeah, we normally start for the Premier League, don't we? Plenty of goals to talk about in the Premier League as well. Yeah, yeah. I only just realised to finish how many goals there was. Um, I won't lie to you. I've done my usual. I didn't get a chance to watch a great deal. I saw uh, I saw a few of the goals. It's not like you. I know. I've done, I think I've done pretty well this season. First, uh, yeah, last last few weeks, I've, I've managed to keep... Keep up with a lot. I mean, I didn't have high ex- expectations. <laughs> I saw the um, I saw the Leicester Newcastle, oh, well, the demolition. Living up to my expectations. Um, Newcastle reminded me of a small dog when a bigger dog comes, where they just sort of lay in the back and give him yeah. straight away. Especially when they went one 0 um, Isaac Hayden got sent off. Yeah, which was a disgusting challenge. And what annoys me more, I feel like you should get. Extra for our game suspension, suspended for not leaving the pitch straight away and being a bit of a dickhead. No, uh, how we thought that he had a leg to stand on. Well, the other guy didn't have a leg to stand on, did he? No. Um, the challenge was up. I mean, like it was up just below his knee. It wasn't that fucking low, and yeah. he's got the audacity to go to the referee and moan about his red yeah. card. I thought it was disgusting to be honest, because. I can't remember who it, was it Pratt Pratt that he challenged. Yeah, Dennis Pratt. Yeah, I mean, Belgian. That that could easily be like a, a season ender. Oh, definitely. I mean, um, he was on the floor for a like, while. It's it's that where it's one of them. Did he get? I don't think. I think he carried on actually. Um, but it's one of them where if his foot's planted differently, yeah, uh, it could be his knee ligaments. It could be his bones. It could be it could be a whole host of uh, different. Injuries. So that was the injury in the red card. Um, plenty of good goals to talk about in this one, though. Yeah, Fardy back on fire again. Um, I think he's got something like since Rogers came in. I think Rogers has been there for like 19 games. No, it's just a bit more than Ollie, so I yeah. can't remember all that. And he's got 14, 15 goals. Clinical. I mean, back to his best. Back to his. Premier League winning best. It, it, it wasn't rocket science, was it, to play to Jamie Vardy's. Um, strength balls over the top through balls just like he's a clinical finisher when you like he is he doesn't get many chances a game when he manages to put him away he's very much <coughs> we, we've discussed it a few times he's very much in the fur bracket where he hits the target yeah he, yeah he's all about just getting his shot maybe away not as prolific in that as Aguero and Defoe have been but he definitely does get more shots on target than a lot of the other strikers out yeah. there do you know I think if he came in the Premier League a little bit younger I'll he wouldn't be far off like Aguero and Defoe's records, like big bumps, yeah, but I mean, like he's, he's, he's 
double figures in the teens, isn't he, every year? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Ricardo, the first goal of the game. Yeah, good, really good, well worked goal. Yeah. He always pops up with a with a bit of a rocket, rocket doesn't he? Well, that's two goals in two games after not scoring for God knows how long for Leicester in, in his in his other got two in two for now. his other clubs. Just like uh, Cresswell in it at West Ham, though. He's got yeah. two in two yeah. now. It was a cracking finish from him, though. Yeah, really Lovely good finish. goal. I'm sure he's got like an absolute belter against it. It was something like Man City or something like that one a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. So he's got before this season. Yeah. Alain Bell's for Newcastle because they just absolutely switched off. That second half, they may as well not have been there. No. It was a poor. Too and, easy. Um, Bruce deserves criticism after that game. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't do anything for him and getting sent off. But, I mean, I think even with Benitez in charge, the defensively they would have been better but like going forward like Joe Linton I mean unproven he scored him for like seven goals last season paid 40 million for him yeah. that Mutu terrible like yeah. he, he's supposed to be a striker and I think I've seen him score two goals for Newcastle yeah I think just um, not good enough Almiron's not scored for Newcastle yet at, yeah just spending a lot of money on players uh, fashion a pan we're good for a few games and yeah and we're going to get on to one of those in a second <laughs> and they, they've not even they've not invested in players to supply the forward the forwards like there's no you look no. at the midfield and you say where's the creativity no. where's the crosses where's I mean I mean without Shelby staff, I mean yeah. Shelby's not the best but without him they're even worse yeah. there's no creativity like they're going the game with Longstaff and Hayden and yeah, struggling there right it's, yeah. it's not a creative midfield even when you look on the bench there's no one to change the game nobody at all yeah and I mean, Armoron has not done it Christian Atsu has never done it at the Premier League level no um, Almiron looked like an absolute tank when he first came didn't he across from America he looked really good and he's then, just a different level different level and St Maximin's not done anything I mean he didn't even come off the bench Um Andy Carroll is past it, let's be honest. Uh, even then, it's going to take him a long while to get fit, even if he wasn't past it. Yeah, he won't be starting games anytime soon, will he? No. He can't, when he ever played like that, he can't risk it, start, starting him. It was probably the easiest game that Schmeichel's going to have all season, and the Leicester City back four. Like, they're going to get more... Sh- no shots on target for Newcastle. No, there you go. I mean, Hayden did get set off until the 43rd minute. Still no shots on time yeah. before then. And the, there's just no... It, it's scary times. And it's... It, the second from bottom. Minus nine. They're only propped up by Watford who have been just as dreadful this season. Yeah. Um, um, I, I think, uh, yeah. I, I didn't have them. I didn't tip them for going down. But after seeing them for these first couple of games, I can't see anything else. But Newcastle getting relegated now looking very bleak because it's only going to be a couple games time before Bruce gets to sack if, if it doesn't improve yeah and then where you go from there oh, a couple of weeks and then get another second rate manager in the, the, the team is just not good enough I mean the shining lights are maybe Dubrovka Dubrovka what's his Dubrovka name? and go yeah um, Shah Marcel's yeah. maybe and that but you're saying staff. that you've you picked out two defenders there and you've yeah, but just it, conceded five but if, but if your strikers haven't even had a shot on target the ball's only going one of the way isn't it well yeah um, and you can only defend so much when you've got Hayden and Longstaff I mean Longstaff's more for going forward isn't he he's yeah. a boxer but it's just looking very very bleak and Leicester did all that with no Madison yeah who has created the most chance in the Premier League yeah. since he started last season Um, I mean we called it beginning of the season Leicester challenging top four and have started off well yeah, you you said that not me so you take all the credit we're a, we're a team know. we're a team here yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean you look total opposite at Leicester uh, they've got a good young team uh, six of the starting 11 who started for Leicester under the age of 23 yeah which I mean it's only looking good and they didn't have Madison who was again another young staff when they won the Premier League um, they signed a couple of players which they spent big money on Slomani yeah, and they, they tried to 
go in there straight away to try and continue to be good. Yeah. But um, it didn't quite work out, and now they're looking to the younger players, and indeed, indeed, he's just gone from strength to strength, yeah. haven't he? He's well, he was the player that was going to get him. Kante, yeah, he was the player that was going to get him before Kante. Oh, I thought that was uh, near Palmer's Mendy. Oh uh, yeah, maybe Mendy. So yeah, Mendy, where yeah, is he yeah. gone? Indeed, yeah, I think we just. Uh, Indeed, he's, I think he's been one of the players of the season yeah. this season. Like, like you said, they've got Barnes has been great since coming back from West Brom. Yeah, um, he's, he's from the youth system. They've invested in a, your favourite type of players, Belgian midfielders. Well, for those little Tielmans and Perret. I mean, yeah. they spent a bit of money on Tielmans, but it's proven is proven to be worth yeah. every penny. Forty million, I think. I mean, like his worth more than that now. Yeah, and um, Perez, smart business from Newcastle. Yeah, I mean. Uh, at the end of the season, when you need to give Vardy a bit of a rest, when you're in a couple of co- competitions, Perez can he can fit up front like yeah, he was great at Newcastle last season. And the, and coming off the bit, you we discussed um, the lack of strength that Newcastle had on the bench, and the subs that came on, all Brighton, I mean, fantastic yeah. delivery deliver of the well, ball. He, he was he got an assistant. He yeah. <laughs> came on. And um, Demari Gray, who is trouble for every defence going when he plays and when he's on his game Tricky and he's winger. still only young he's still got a lot he's under the age of 23 as well yeah I think um, Shoudery big fan is he only like 20 or whatever yeah really big fan of Hamza Shoudery and those are the three that came off um, Iracha on left on the bench yeah, I don't think he's, no, he's, not, he's really, not really done much I don't think he's good enough for the Premier League but he's a, he's a, he's a good squad player he, he doesn't moan about being on the bench yeah it's uh, just looking really really good for us I mean like a I had counting my chickens, but with Manu, Spurs, Chelsea being in all that yeah, kind well, of like limbo at the moment. It for a f- you've preached it for a few weeks, and I'm I'm turning. I agree with you. They've got the England left back in Chilwell. Oh, yes. Um, John Evans has been steady in the Premier League for God knows how many years. Yeah, I, had, I, had I feel like he's. I feel like he's fully matured now, and he's. And a couple of Leicester fans there to say that he was uh, better than Maguire last season. Well, quite possibly. And then the, the Turkish centre-half, I'm not going to attempt to pronounce his name, but he's come out of nowhere and he's, he's, uh, he's, he's playing his out and he's, he's the forget, the forget he about Maguire. He was an absolute bargain as well, wasn't he? I don't even know how much he paid for him, to be honest. No, I, I, I did mean to have a look. I, I might see if I can get it up. But he's been there for a couple of seasons, hasn't he? And he just yeah. he didn't get a look and I was so Maguire was there. Yeah. Um, Morgan was obviously still uh, performing for Leicester City, yeah. but like you said, they're not even missing him, are they? No, absolutely not. I mean, I'm pretty sure they've only conceded something like five goals. Is it in the last? Well, I did have a look. I should I should know this. Five goals. It is five goals in seven games, which is joint top with Liverpool. Yeah. Which went up just lost a seventy million pound centre back. <laughs> Because, I mean, it's pretty good going, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, Alex. The profit that they've made when they've not even really spent much on the back line. 16 mil they bought that Turkish guy for. Where from? Was it Besiktas or something like that? Um, Freiburg. Oh, right, okay. From Germany. I mean, like, so what, that's, what an absolute fan. Leicester's that scouting is team. That's, that's scouting there, isn't How it? good are they scouting? I mean, if like, you're, just, from if you're listening to this and you're a scout from Leicester, pat yourself on the back because you found some gems here, aren't you? Practically their whole team are, are gems. Yeah. Really so, well big done. Big things for Leicester. Um, we'll go from a team on the rise to two teams on the decline with the final game of the weekend. Yeah, um, Man United, Arsenal. I mean, two teams that can't defend and are pretty good at going forward. I, I was expecting goals, um, and they just didn't come. Bit of a bar bar jar in the end. Um, I mean, Rashford up front doesn't look fit for Manu. Um, obviously, Martial's not fit. Um, I just think Manu are going to really, really struggle up front. Rashford's three goals and two of them have been pens. Yeah. And the other goal was first game of the season. Um, I don't know what Rashford is. is <laughs> I think this is a constant theme. Constant theme of the podcast. What is Rashford? What um, is Manu? Nicholas Pepe. I mean, we talked about a master class from Jackson Irvine. This was a disaster class from Pepe. Didn't, didn't he give away the ball 17 times? Yeah. 
What are you doing? I think he had one shot. It was off target. Uh, ever since this comes, he just doesn't look like he fits into a Premier League team. Um, I, I, I just uh, is he a striker? Is he a winger? I mean, this this is what you get when you've got a team like Arsenal that are trying to get back into the top four, only got Europa League. They have to spend seventy million on a bang average player that's had one good season. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, went, even including me, who's I play a lot of football managers, so I tend to know who a Get lot of people is at. A lot of people are. I still didn't know who he was. And he's... He obviously doesn't get that good on football manager. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he, he doesn't get much better in real life. Yeah. Um, there was maybe a couple of shining lights. I mean, Gwen Doozy, I thought, was awesome for Arsenal. Yeah, well, he's their only shining light this season, let's be honest. I mean, Aubameyang's doing what is expected of Aubameyang. Um... Sabellos has done alright. He's he okay, yeah, when, he, when he comes on. But yeah, Gunduzi is definitely. Um, I think they only paid about eight million for him. Was it eight million from Toulouse? I think. Something yeah, I was just about to have a look. Or or yeah, it was. It was definitely the second team of French football that he came yeah. from, wasn't it? And do you know what? Right, he's coming to the Premier League. He looked a bit shaky after the first couple of months, yeah. like you'd expect. But he's just fitting so well, especially this season. And he puts a shift in every game. Yeah. Like Arsenal have had some bad games this season, and if there's one person like running around like, like a headless chicken, it's him. Yeah. I mean, like he doesn't give anything up. Um, and it's kind of the the same for McTominay. Yeah. And um, Manu. I mean, youngster come through the academy at Manu. He's he's looked head and shoulders above. Those likes of um, Pogba, Lingard, uh, Lingard. <laughs> um, and uh, I think it's just going to be a bit of a season of mid-table mediocre for Man U and Arsenal. Yeah. And this game definitely showed it. And uh, a lot of people were uh, criticising Shaka for ducking under the Matomane shot, but if you look closely, it did take a deflection off Socrates. Socrates, what do you want to call well, him? He, well, he, he was moving his head out of the way either way, wasn't he? He was yeah, definitely well, not trying to get his head If he wanted deflection, there was a chance it could have hit his head. But, and then people like defending him, oh, it's not, you're all looking at him for a scapegoat or whatever. All right, fair enough. Um, why yeah. is Socrates turning his body then? Because if he doesn't turn his body, it hits him square in the chest. He turns on the side, so it's just... It's the Arsenal way nowadays, isn't it? There's, they've got no leaders. They've got no one willing yeah. to put their, their body on the line. No Vieira, no Adams, no, no. Kia, no Aitze, no one willing to put in... I mean, it was an absolute jerk. Shaka got named Arsenal captain last week as well, saying that he's putting his he's body on the line. He's a walking yellow card, and typically he got his yellow card in this game. Um, I'm surprised that he doesn't get mobbed. Do you remember when he first came in? He loved a red card, didn't he? Yeah. He's like, settle he down now. City. Yeah, settled down now a little bit, hasn't he? And he just gets yellow cards. He scored two absolute peaches against City as well, didn't he? Do you remember that? Yeah. Did he get sent off that game? I don't remember. Um, but he's... We talk him about him so much, and it's all for the wrong reasons. Yeah. He's, I mean, like, if if I were manager of Arsenal, like, if I did a football manager, he'd be one of the first on the transfer list. I'd be getting, him, getting rid of him straight away. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to get much. Yeah, you're not going to get much. Yeah, <laughs> I've tried that a couple of times. Um, but, yeah, it's not looking good for them, especially with... The likes of Everton, who haven't spent half as much money as Arsenal and Man U have in recent years. Um, and their team just looks like an all well-rounded team with a Champions League manager, I'd say Brandon Rodgers was. Tactically good. Yeah, Leicester, do you mean? Uh, Leicester, Everton, so, yeah, so, um, I was wondering where he was going. Like, you were this. <laughs> Leicester, yeah, Leicester. Um, and yeah. Miles away ahead of these two teams. Yeah, bar draw. Um, and it's just a shame that Manu and Arsenal get shown so much yeah. throughout the season. Uh, one of the, the, the quick games I just want to gloss over was the Liverpool-Sheffield United game. Great performance from Sheffield United. Very, very unlucky not to get anything. Yeah. Um, and the proving yet again of why they're better than five or six teams in the Premier League. Yeah. They're not just attacking, they're, um, they're going forward. They're... Um, and then they're defending well as well. Yeah, I mean, they've not got the best quality, um, but the, the the team that they've built, I mean, they didn't really have much at the end of the season. He's brought like Bernie in, um, but it's the car that really took him up, and you can tell. Yeah, and um, that they've been playing for a couple of seasons, and Liverpool just look 
every time I've seen Liverpool this season, they've looked frail at the back, which total opposite yeah. of last season. Um, and Sheffield United could have easily bagged a couple of goals. I mean, there was even one right at the end, weren't there, with um, was it Clark got on the end of a cross. Yeah. And he was one and one with the keeper. I mean, if he'd maybe started a couple more games this season, he, he would have put it away, but he, he's been in and out of the team. But Liverpool, I just... I think they look a bit too shaky at the back and the front three just start firing at the moment. I don't know what it is. Ever, ever since the whole Salah not passing to Mane, they just seem to not be clicking. I mean, they, they, they've scored a couple of goals tonight, but in the Premier League, they're just not clicking and I'm not sure what it is. Um, yeah. And I think it might just cost them, to be honest. Right, so uh, we'll finish up with the quiz answers, but just before then, we'll uh, touch on fantasy. Yeah, another sack week for both of us I think I only managed 59 points um, not sure how, uh, how you managed on I didn't even get that 43 Oof. I'm up to 13th 19th to 13th place I'll take that everybody I put in just seems to not want to score for me I'm 43rd now in the league it's just been a slippery slope since the first two weeks you were 43rd yep Oh. We all know who's got the real footballing minds in this podcast, then, don't we? I mean, like you look at my team, like it, I don't understand where it's going wrong. I mean, I, I did have a Werby which I've taken out, but well, there you go then. But De Bruyne, Aguero, Abraham, Puki, Mane, Robertson—like, how am I not getting point? Like every time I put someone in, they just start doing terrible. I took Ake out, he scored. Um, <laughs> I took King out. He scored. You just only one of them seasons. <laughs> it happens to me every season. But I'm confident this week. Yeah. Really? <laughs> How so? Um, because I have to be, otherwise I'll cry. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I'll cry. But, uh, do you know, I think I'm going to put all my eggs in Pookie's basket this week against Villa. Villa have been conceded plenty of goals, haven't they? Yeah. I can see that being a 7-all. Um, Pookie all 7. Ben Umbler retains top spot. Yeah, always good at fantasy, and he? he always knows what he's doing on this. Yeah, I mean, I'm... it's very lucky game, though, isn't it, fantasy? Ah, here we it's go. It's more luck than uh, judgment. All right, then. whatever. whatever. <laughs> right, we'll finish up with a quiz answer. Yeah, what year? What year was it, Phil? Do you think you've got it? I'm good. I, f- I think I. No, but I'm going to go with 1999. Yes! Gonna... Get in! I just want to go Get back. In. Back to 1999. Singing again. Third song of the podcast. Well, I'm quite impressed. Quite impressed there. Because I think was the, it the Dean Saunders? No, I think what triggered was the Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank top goal. I know that was early, but I, I had a feeling that that was late nineties, and I think it was his um, his best scoring season at Leeds. Yeah, I think yeah, I went think to Chelsea after that. Well, I've, I couldn't have given you. Who won the Premier League, or who won the Champions League, or who won the FA Cup? Because it was Man Because it was all Man United. So like, I was I was hoping you didn't realise I didn't put them in there. Um, yeah, very good one. I, I yeah. was t- tested the mind. But yeah, footballing mind. Footballing mind. You do you do well on that to be honest. Do a lot better than I would. I do a lot better than the other quiz. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's everything this week. Hopefully we'll have uh, plenty more goals and talking points in the at the weekend. Yeah. Um, and the quizzes will be back once again so same time next week Thursday mornings on your commute to work we'll be with you see you then